many people involved in a transaction? Or how many parties? Too many. Lots. No, how many parties? How many, how many, there's oh, a buyer and seller? Two, two, two. Okay. I thought you meant like lender, escrow, no, no, yeah, title, yeah. Yeah. okay, two parties. We'll there too, but, um, there's two parties involved in a transaction, right? A buyer and a seller. Mm -hmm. I always looked at that and said, okay, well, my goal is to represent both, but we both, that doesn't happen all the time. Now, my goal is to make it happen all the time, to do the, everything I can to make sure that happens as much as possible, but it's not going to happen every single time uh, until I spend some more time and figure that out and try yeah. and work on that. All right, so there's a buyer and a seller. Let's say that I represent the seller, okay? Somebody else brings in the buyer, okay? I now know what about that buyer? I know their name, I know their address, right? Okay. We're closed. Is their agent going to stay in touch with them and be honest? 98% of the time, no. 90, think about that, 98% of the time, I would say it's more like 99% of the time, but we will give you that percent. So 98% of the time, the answer is no, they're not going to. Every buyer is gonna become what? Seller. A seller at some point. So what do I do is I stay in touch with not only my client, the seller, but I stay in touch with the buyer as well. Mm -hmm. I just, I wrote an action plan called co-broke buyer. So my goal is in one year, to have them converted to feel like, and this works all the time, like I was their buyer. We actually have to sometimes argue with people, no, you know what, I, we didn't bring you in to buy that house, we just sold it to you. <laughs> and they're like, oh no, no, you, you guys did everything. <laughs> so they don't realize because we're the ones staying in touch with them day in, day out, year in, year out over time. So it's just, it becomes, we almost brainwashed them somewhat that we were their agent. And we were in a way too. So agents always say, well, how do you do that? How, you know, how can you get that information? It's on the closing docs. <laughs> exactly. It's an easy document that just says, oh, well, what I do is I give the co-broke my seller's information. I say, here's the sheet. Here's all my seller's information. Our seller would like to stay in touch with your buyer. Please fill that out. And 90% of the time they do. Occasionally they'll say no. Are they going to say, if they don't stay in touch with their customer, are they going to stay in touch with mine? So there, I just doubled your sales right there. I doubled your lead generation right there sure. by staying in touch with both parties. And people say, well, that's not fair. What, what do you mean? Well, how's that not fair? The deal is closed. It's over with. Yeah. yeah. So we should let that buyer become somebody else's lead? No, that, that should become your lead. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So we're also, I mean, the whole point of this is your five times formula for listing dominations. Like that's what we, that's what we're going to, and we haven't gotten a chance to talk about that yet, but let's, uh, let's break those down. There's five different kind of steps or parts to it. So drop, drop some knowledge about your approach on, on the listing domination side. Okay. So first off, you know, the, the, the five different steps, I'll walk you through each one of them. So First, it's, it's prospect generation, okay? We have to generate, right? We need to get leads. So some of the things I talked about were like the signage and so forth, okay? Um, but there's free leads everywhere, you know? So I talked a little bit about success with free leads, but what about for sale by owners and expires? The, the messaging, when I researched this, the messaging to for sale by owners and expires from real estate agents is wrong. Okay, you're trying to tell somebody you're better or here's everything you did wrong, 
let's take a for sale by owner. Okay, let's get into their mindset. What did they just do? They decided they do not want to work with a real estate agent. Is that correct? Right. I don't want to work with a real estate agent. So for one reason or another, they have their perception, right? And what are most of the scripts and everybody promising, you know, 30 leads in 30 days and 90 listings in 90 days. They're just, I'm better. I'm number one. Well, the for sale owner doesn't care about that. Okay. So I thought, wow, our approach as real estate agents is wrong. So what I did is I said, well, what I'm going to do is instead of wanting to list the property is I'm going to help them sell their property. I'm going to do everything I can to help them sell their property. Think about that. Now, if you had a listing in your MLS and you brought a buyer to that, right? What's the difference between that and a for sale by owner? The MLS has already agreed to a commission percentage, right? All you have to do is just one little step to get the for sale by owner to agree to that as well. Okay. Then bring them buyers, but also tell them, here's what I do to get property sold here. Here's my home selling guide. Here's exactly what I do. Here's my brochure that I do. Here's all the marketing that I do. Let's face it. There's too much. They mm-hmm. can't, but we're showing them value. And I think we're really missing. So that's a great generation tool as well. Okay. okay generating with for sale by owners and expires because those are people with their hands up really high saying, I want to sell my home. And you know, if we asked all the agents that are on the uh, hangout today, how many of them show for sale by owners? It's going to be very few.